Welcome back to the Kickstart Finance Podcast. My name is Tucker McLean, a teenager interested in finance and your host. Tune in to learn the financial tools you won't learn in school and career advice from professionals in the financial industry. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kickstart Finance Podcast. Today we are going to be interviewing Peter Baer. Peter Baer works for Thorshan Insurance, which is a private insurance company. Today he's going to be sharing a little bit about how his job works and about the insurance industry. Mr. Baer, I'd like to start off by digging into why you find the insurance business to be such an important one. Okay, so I love the fact that if you buy a car, you have to have insurance when you drive it off the lot. Your businesses have to have the insurance. And so I'm essentially selling people things that they absolutely have to have. Then I also like the fact that it's very difficult to disrupt this business because there's so many healthcare and state and federal regulations. So to build an insurance company is really hard because you have to have essentially 50 different operations, one for every state, because they all require very different things in terms of their businesses and individual policies. So essentially, you know, there's two different areas of focus. There's people and companies. It's not terribly complicated. I mean, it's not complicated at the highest level. Yeah. For your personal needs, you know, there's basically your homes, your autos, and yourself okay for the autos you know you need a policy for every car for the homes you need a policy for every everyone you have and then for yourself it's very complicated depending upon you know when you ask me and what the government's mandating in terms of health insurance but you know there's also health insurance and life insurance so those are basically the three different buckets for personal there's auto there's homes and then there's there's yourself. So that's the highest level in terms of individuals. You got any questions about that or you want to talk about the businesses next? Yeah, I don't have any questions about that right now. Then under that, so again, so start personal. You've got your three buckets, like I said, mm-hmm. your cars, your homes, and, your, and yourself. In terms of your, your homes and your auto, under that, there's really two different important types of insurance. One of them is, is your stuff. So there's really two key kinds of insurance for that. One of them is if it gets banged up or stolen or something like that. And you, know, you want to have insurance pay for it to get fixed or replaced or whatever it is. So that's the property. And then much more important is the liability. And that's if you do damage to somebody else's stuff or to another person. So if you bang up your car that cost you know, $60,000, the most you would ever have to spend to get it fixed is to replace the car. But if you hit somebody when you're driving the car, you, know, you could do millions of dollars of damage to, to them. So there's the property and then there's the liability. And then in terms of companies, you know, different types of companies need different types of insurance, but the basic kinds 
there's property again that's the offices and that's you know that's if there's a fire that destroys everything then again there's liability that's if something happens to somebody else so if somebody comes into my office and slips and falls and breaks their neck they're going to blame our office and they're going to blame our company and the insurance is going to have to end up paying something for it so again there's under commercial there's still the same buckets there's the stuff and then there's there's your stuff and then there's other people and their stuff and that's the liability coverage and so to keep going and stop me whenever you like there are all sorts of other insurances so for example there's malpractice which is like professional liability so people who need that there's doctors and lawyers and, and folks along those lines. Then there's something called directors and officers. That's for boards of directors and senior level executives in the company. And that is to guard against them getting sued personally. So, you know, let's say you own, um, you own a business, you know, it's a store and you're selling sunglasses or whatever it is. If you make defective sunglasses and you run the business into the ground, you don't want the investors to come and sue you personally because you botched everything up. So people want to be protected on that front as well. There's other things mandated by the states. So basically, you know, it's a, it's a business that's been around for a long time and people make a lot of money at it. The insurance companies, they're really good at what they do. And they spend years and years and years and figure out how much to charge you for your house in Connecticut. And they almost always end up making money, except for, you know, periodically when these giant hurricanes come around and do massive destruction. I mean, they've calculated for X number of hurricanes per year or per decade or however they do it. And so... They have a model, you know, lots of people spend lots of time figuring out how likely is it that something is going to happen to people's property. And then there's an entire another business called reinsurance. And so all the insurance that we do, there's other companies that we pass off the risk to them. So the insuring of people and things and companies is a monstrous business that has not traditionally attracted the best and the brightest candidates. It's like when your buddies finish school or, you know, they all probably want to go work at, they used to all want to work at Goldman Sachs. Now they all want to work at Amazon or Facebook or Google. And so insurance is not, at least on the surface, the sexiest of, of industries. It's one that does well consistently. The COVID's been interesting because there's a coverage called business interruption. So people are saying, well, hey, if I can't operate during COVID, well, then you should be reimbursing me some of the money. But the problem with that is pandemics and COVID and things along those lines, they're not covered because just something like this has never really been contemplated. That's the high level. Let's answer any other questions you want. Yeah, I noticed during the summer that like 
Wimbledon actually decided to pay for pandemic insurance. Who did? Wimbledon. Oh, yeah. They actually yeah. decided to like pay for a pandemic insurance. So when they weren't able to play, they actually got paid for not having it. That's a good one. So insurance, it's like, so pre-COVID, there was no coverage for COVID. It just, it didn't, nobody, nobody thought about it. Nobody understood it. But once it came out, then, then companies rushed to provide some kind of coverages. And that's, that's an example of one. The truth of the matter is the same way you can bet on anything, you can insure anything. Like you hear about these stars insuring their soccer legs, you know, like soccer stars go to Lloyd's of London and take out insurance policies on their, on their leg because who's the best soccer player in the world now? Messi or something? Yeah. Okay. So imagine if he broke his leg, what would happen to his future earnings? They'd be reduced to, to nothing. Yeah. So he spends a lot of money to insure against that. It's not completely unheard of that someone would, you know, have a career ending type injury. So actors, actresses, musicians, athletes, they all have some form of coverage on their ability to earn. Wacky coverages too. And then, you know, that brings me to, you know, I didn't even get into the other types. So we also just last year, we launched a pet insurance company. Pet insurance? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't remember, you got a dog these days? I can't, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. We have two. Okay. So dogs, you know, you probably don't realize this, but the vet bills, Perfect. as they get older, they become pretty darn big. And so folks want to guard against that. And, and so we launched an insurance company that serves that need. So yeah, you can, you, you can get insurance on, on a lot of things. Yeah, well, that kind of seems logical to have like a pet insurance considering that there's like medical insurance or health insurance for humans. Like, Yeah, talk about the government meddling. They're changing healthcare requirements constantly. So that's why, you know, for example, you don't see a company come in and, and create, you know, an Uber or a Netflix or something of, for, for health insurance. It's because it's just too hard. The government's constantly changing things and every state handles things differently. So that's why you're not, you don't see the only companies that have had any success really in insurance are some of the auto ones, like Geico, for example. That's a pretty good example of a company that's been around and not, you know, not for 50 years. They've come around really just since the internet. But that, the Geico doesn't really exist for healthcare insurance. So does the company that you work for target a specific insurance, or is it more general? No, it's a good question. We handle commercial and personal. And so what I would say is, I would say at least half of the people that I work with, I do their homes and cars and personal stuff and their business needs. So we're more of a general you know, practitioner than a really narrow focus. Like some people, they concentrate all day, every day on 
medical malpractice or construction or whatever it is. And we, we have a much broader focus. And so it's really cross industry and cross individual and company. Yeah. What would you say your primary role of your job would be? It's two parts. It's bring on more people and companies to work with. And then it's managing the people that we already are working with, managing when they have claims and problems. So like, I'll give you an example. So it's not terribly time-consuming for me, but I'm helping right now. You, have, you had some flooding was downstairs in that home? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, that's going to cost a bunch of money to fix, and your insurance company should be paying for it. And so, you know, I want to make sure – I want to bring on more, more clients to work with, and I want to help the existing ones with whatever they need. So it's really two parts. All right, yeah. And since COVID, have you signed more? Like, would you say the amount of policies have increased or decreased or stayed the same? It's a good question also. So what's happening with COVID is, is more industry specific. So for example, my hotel and restaurant clients are in a big mess, okay? And they're trying to reduce the amount of money they're paying for insurance because they're not operating and they're not making money, okay? But then other people, individuals, for example, their lives are not changing. You know, you still live in a home, buying another home. You still have getting cars and selling cars, buying cars. So individuals have stayed pretty much the same. Then... I would say, you know, some industries are hurting and are very slow, and then other ones are, are doing better. So, you know, some businesses that have food and, and drinks and grocery retail type stores, some of them are really, you know, doing great. So the answer is it's coming out about the same, but some businesses are, are busier and then others are slower. So yeah, it's roughly a, a push. What insurance advice would you give someone like, someone like just came out of college, like what advice would you give them about insurance? So in terms of their health, your healthcare coverage, you get that now according to the United States government until you're 26, at which point, you know, you need to figure out your own, your own policies and plans. So what I would say is the sooner you start, probably the better, because what happens is as you build up, you know, track record and you pay, you make your payments and you don't have claims, the more of a track record you have, the better policies and coverage and pricing you can get. So I would say if I had to tell you, the old adage, better safe than sorry, is, is yeah. probably where I would start because insurance is meant to be affordable in terms of your homes and your cars and your things. And if something catastrophic happens, you don't want to be underinsured. <laughs> yeah. So it's just something that you want to learn about at a, at a younger age and get started on as soon as you can.
But young people really, all they need, all they really need is some super inexpensive renters insurance for homes and, and auto coverage. Have you worked on anything recently that is exciting or you can talk about? Yeah, um, I have a construction company that has one of these giant cranes in the city. And, you know, these giant cranes can do huge damage. So these folks need hundreds of millions of dollars of insurance. Because, you know, you hear every once in a while, it's like, oh, the crane broke or the crane fell or it bashed into the, the building. So, yeah, I've been working on one, I mean, giant, giant project. And it's kind of interesting to actually see the crane, you know, here in, in New York. And everything, you know, needs to be insured. Everything from complicated nuclear power plants, you know, all the way down to, you know, the hot dog vendor. And I like learning about the different businesses. So, you know, the restaurant industry, you know, that's been, that's been interesting working on, on that. Really, it's cross-industry. Yeah, yeah the, the big crane was, was a good one. Very interesting. Well, yeah, it's like there was a hurricane a month ago, maybe. I don't even yeah. remember. It's like I look out my window or my window in the conference room, and I can see it swaying. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for joining us today on the Kickstarter Finance Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review so others can find it. You can discover more information in other podcast episodes at kickstartfinance.com. Have a great day and I'll see you soon.